Hello, real person in the real world. Hello. <laughs> nice to actually see you for once. It's not nice to see you. <laughs> oh, thanks. You've been away. You've been... Uh, I have been away. We haven't uh, seen you, thank God, for... I'm joking. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, you haven't been on the. You haven't been on the podcast for. I've been trying to avoid you. If I'm completely yeah. honest, I don't know how long it's been. Like maybe three or four episodes, anyway. Um, mm. With good reason, though. Yeah. I, it's your news, so I'm going to let you say it. I'm okay. going to let you tell it. Yeah. There's a reason why um, we've got. I'm just going to say the name of it. Nin- 19, 19 Grimes, whatever that is. Nineteen Grimes. Because um, we're a bit of a celebration, aren't we? So. Yeah, that's why we've got the wine out because oh, I feel like it's an anticlimax now. Do you want me to do a drum roll? I've got a new job. Woohoo! We should have got party poppers. I have. I've I've got some upstairs, but so um, for anyone uh, listening to the podcast via video, via the medium of video, we're in my kitchen, um, and down there is my dog. So I was going to get a. uh, Oh, he's I'm, up and out about now that was that was on cue that actually well done um <laughs> i was gonna get some party poppers out but i thought it would it would freak him out a bit oh yeah that's um, true but anyway so new job yes finally yeah so for anybody who's been listening to creative block or anybody who knows me in general since university i've been trying to break into the industry that i want to be in which is writing i was trying to copywriting find, well i was trying to find the writing that I wanted to do. So again, sorry if you already know this, but I've done a lot of like music journalism, feature writing, um, anything within journalism really, a lot of entertainment reporting. And I thought, what do I actually want to do? Maybe PR, marketing, journalism, exploring all the different things, um, trying to break into an industry. And I actually did decide this year that I wanted to do copywriting. And I was actually gonna go to Falmouth University in September. Where's that? In Cornwall. My God. <laughs> you, right. you don't know this. No. Uh, I was literally about to apply. I left a weekend free, no plans to do my complete application. I uh, contacted the uni and asked them for all the information, signed up for the open day and everything. It's the only, I'm sure it's the only university that does copywriting uh, as a master's. So I'm going to go back because I thought, you know, I'm not getting a job in in anything that I want to do within writing, full-time job. So I thought, I'll just go back to uni. And then anyway, literally a couple of days before I was going to do the application, I got a job as a copywriter. Woo! <laughs> You're supposed to clap as well. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so, where, yeah, where is it? What are you doing? Yeah, so I am doing copywriting for basically anything. It's a creative agency. Um, so I'm doing everything that I want to do, really, just... Basically, I just want to write and it's just a very fun job writing all sorts, like video scripts, obviously writing copy, social media. Um, yeah, everything. And you've been like doing that. it for what it feels like a while. Yeah. So it's actually, I think, coming up for two months now that I've been doing it. And that's why I've been absent because um, I've been working from home for like over a year and then I've now have to go into the office. It's quite a big commute. So that's why I've not had a chance to create a block podcast for a bit because work work like weeknights uh obviously off the cards because i get home so late so and... so good news on two fronts <laughs> why oh. why <laughs> um yeah so i've not been able to record it but i'm back now because it's just been quite full on obviously trying to learn 
um, all of the different stuff with it and just working hard. And now, you know, I've got some time spare that I can come back and, and do it. So we're doing some recording for the podcast. So hopefully we can get back into a routine with it. Um, and how how do you feel now uh, that <clears throat> you've got this new job that's the job you've always wanted ticks all all if not most if not all your boxes that you wanted out of a job how how does that feel because you you know you we've talked at length on this podcast but generally about you know your, your struggles in trying no, to get those jobs yes, applying <laughs> applying to God knows how many jobs I think probably every single episode we've spoken about I've mm. definitely mentioned my struggle in probably one once at least in every single episode i must have done yeah once twice ten it was times. a big struggle all right <laughs> <laughs> um it does feel weird that actually like all of that struggle and hard work that i've been putting in for the last few years has actually now paid off but as you will hear in the next episode because we're doing this back to back um yeah i <laughs> you said back to back <laughs> I thought you were trying to crack you back or something then. He's, you're full of terrible jokes today. Uh, today as always, day, as yeah. always. Um, yeah, but as we've said in, in the next episode that you'll listen to, um, you know, it does all seem worth it because as I say, I was trying to work out what I wanted to do and all those rejections were for a reason because I actually thought, no, I 100% now know what I want to go into. And as soon as I came to that realisation... And I actually went forward with it with my, you know, my application to university. That's when it all kind of slotted into place. And yeah, I couldn't be happier. I'm really enjoying it. Great team. Um, yeah, and just very fun job. Exactly what I wanna wanna do. So how how, <clears throat> how did it come about then? Like, why is this? Why was this different than any other job that you've applied for? Or or if it's not, and it's just kind of you know your time kind of came to get the job because I know you talked about before thinking that you you've got everything in place for to get this new job that you wanted and then it didn't materialize for whatever reason you didn't get selected or they said they wouldn't they'd get back to you and never did whatever it was it didn't seem like it didn't seem to to go for you was there anything that was different for this particular job well i think the main thing is as kyra aftab said in like the fourth episode which is a good episode by the way you should go and listen to it but she good. said, yeah, they're all good. But that one's particularly like, because Kaya has a really great story about how she, you know, she had loads of setbacks as well and she got into the industry she wanted to be in. But she said, your time will come at the right time. I think that's what she said, but something mm-hmm. like, on mm-hmm. those like, Yeah, I think, yeah, it was that quote. And um, I genuinely think that that was the case because, you know, I think if I had have got into a full-time job as, you know, as a, a journalist or something that now I know wasn't the lifestyle and, and, and stuff wasn't probably right for me. Um, I probably wouldn't have continued all the freelance stuff that I've done. And, you know, I still do a lot of freelance stuff now alongside it. Um, and I do it because I genuinely really enjoy it. So I do think it's happened for, for a reason. However, also the, the way that I got it, um, I'm contacted by a lovely recruiter who put me forward and, um, there was, as you'll as you'll hear in the next episode, so just a little preview. But you know, things like this podcast and, and things slotted really well into the interview. So, that's, I, is I just that think an exclusive? That's an exclusive. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I think that whatever you might have on, you might whatever experience you have or anything that you might feel valuable, just tell them. You know, in an interview, because I think 
I might have held back in interviews um, thinking, oh, they don't want to know that. But actually, yeah, do it. Because even if it is, it will, it will never be too much information, even if you think it will be. There was someone on LinkedIn asking about that. Um, that I know you've seen asking about why they weren't getting anywhere with interviews. And I think that that's a big, a big thing. Just literally tell them everything that you've done. Even if it's on your CV, just really big yourself up. That would be my tip. If we're doing Amy's top tips, which I would course, never, yeah. which I would never, um, I would never turn down doing. But yeah, my top tip would be just just tell them everything that you've done. It's an interesting point though, because and I've fallen into that trap before, so I'm sure most people have. When when you're in an interview situation, I mean, bear, bear, bearing in mind it's hard enough to get an interview, isn't it? You think about yeah. how many people are applying, yeah. and then to get to the interview stage, you kind of talk about your experiences in past jobs and you keep it to job specific don't you mm-hmm. or you tend to like what was your role in x job and what did you do there that you could transfer to this mm-hmm. but you could be doing something in your spare time that yeah you don't think is particularly relevant but actually is incredibly relevant they yeah. literally asked you in an interview didn't they something about creative block yeah so they they actually did ask me um and how would you, if you did reach creative block in, while you're doing your job, what would you do to overcome it? And obviously there, I'm like, we just started the podcast as well. Well, no, we not just started it, but we're a few episodes in. And I was like, oh, funnily enough, I actually have a podcast that we produce and present and it's all about creative block. I've done an episode on it. So, you know, this, here's five points of what I would do. And um, in my job now, we do record a podcast as well for... Um, for it so we have our own podcast oh that's that's why you've been away you've been cheating you've <laughs> been know, cheating on me every time um calm sees something on on social media he's like you're cheating on me again <laughs> but um i do have another podcast but Boom. this is don't, the, don't the, listen to that one it's shit <laughs> no do <laughs> I, will, I will be plugging it i will be plugging it yeah. we actually you, plugged you, it you're, you're, we actually plugged this podcast in my podcast yeah, but you forget that i edit this podcast oh, yeah. <laughs> so i'm taking that out no, I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm sure it's wonderful this is a revenge yeah uh yeah, so I think it's little things like that. Like Callum said, um, if you are trying to get a job, then maybe do that. I think I've not I've not asked them much how I got the job. Maybe I should. That's a good episode. But um, be, I'd I'd be really interested to know like what their decision was because you were qualified for so many of the jobs that you didn't get. Yeah. So I'd always be interested to. Sometimes it's obviously like. It, it's just look it's personal preference on if you get on with the you know maybe like you said that they're really lovely to work at it could just be that we clicked you yeah. click straight away there was something that it, they naturally are very you small, got on with you know they are very small uh agencies so i do think that that comes across like if you they they pride themselves on being northern and friendly and i think I'm, I think I'm northern and friendly. You're definitely so maybe northern. that's like, yeah. I know if you didn't hear it, <laughs> I am a Yorkshire gal, but um I actually do remember one thing that um my co-worker said who who interviewed me and she said that um what she said to the director was like if amy can do a full-time job in the industry that she doesn't want to be in but she still does all of this freelance on top of it like think about her potential if she was in full doing it full-time i love that that's um, such a good little that's not a quote is it but like i love that that's yeah really good, and that. i think a lot of employers do need to think like that to be honest because I do think freelancers are not looked down upon, but you're often disregarded, I think, in a lot of recruitment. Like, like if um, if I got my feedback, oh, someone had more experience than you, the amount that I got. But I was thinking, but 
my CV, like, I've, I've got two pages and I've got probably five more pages of the experience. Um, and you won't even let me come to interview interview level, but you'll probably have someone who has one page that they've been at one company for five years or more. And then they'll get it over you, but you have so many more like tangible and malleable skills from it. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it and it literally could be that just you found the the right employers for for you. Yeah. You know, you could have got another job that you thought you wanted, but your experience could be completely different because you love the job you're doing now, don't you? you yeah. You're enjoying it fully. Yeah. And by the sounds of it, they've kind of hired you on, obviously, the, the skills that you've got now but also on like the potential that you could reach for for their company that they're kind of seeing it like long term yeah whereas hopefully hopefully yeah yeah hopefully (laughs) but you know there's a lot of employers that want like kind of like i was was gonna say oven ready and i'd stop myself (laughs) because that idiot but you know they they want like the full package straight away Mm -hmm. they want like like you said someone with more experience or experience in that specific role like you said you're you do the copywriting they want a copywriter yeah whereas like you were doing a different job but you were doing your writing freelance in on nights during the weekend whatever it was um so maybe it was just like you stumbled across the right employer yeah, for you I, I definitely think that um i definitely think that you know like like we always say on this podcast but you know it the right thing will find you and you'll be on the right path. I think it, that is what happened with me. So if we're going to go on to an inspirational quote, I mean, you're the best at these, but I think that, yeah, if, if you do feel disheartened by applying to jobs, because it is horrendously hard, especially if you if you don't have the time, like we when we used to record the graduate podcast, which never made it out, but... um it was shit. It, it wasn't, it was really good, but yeah. Anyway, we were saying then about um, about you know your experience after you graduate. So like with me, I did have to go straight into a full time role because I had to pay rent because that was my circumstances and that and that's how I fell into the industry that I came out with. Even though I didn't want it to be long term, but then because I had all of these other projects, I didn't actually have time to apply for full time role. And it was only a couple of years after that that I thought I need to start putting my energy into that. But it is really hard. Um, it is hard applying to jobs. I think everybody knows that. And just keep going because the right thing will come up. Like, don't give up. <clears throat> and I think some, we are going to do a podcast on on that kind of, that realm, aren't we? Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like, when do you give up? If you keep, like, when do you actually give up? Um, but I think, you know, it's, just, it's just a pro- <laughs> <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> yeah, don't give up. Um but just no, carry on, yeah, just carry on because it's, it, interesting it's though, a law like, of probability. Yeah, because you've gone like f- almost, like basically it's full circle from it. Like you've <clears throat> had moments of inspiration where you're applying to loads, you're doing loads, you know, you're doing the podcast, you're writing loads, um, you're applying to loads of jobs and nothing happens. And then you've gone through stages where you kind of feel a bit defeated and you're not doing much because that's how people work. You know, like you just feel like, well, what's the point? I'll just do this shit job that I don't like forever. Yeah. I don't know if it was a shit job. I'm just... I know, yeah. I was going to say, don't say that. <laughs> but, no, it wasn't. I do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so you've, but, but now you've gone through it, you've gone full circle, you've got a job that you really like. 
Yeah. Um, because I was basically what I was kind of trying to work towards was like if there was someone listening that was like in your shoes six months ago, you basically kind of can't see that light at the end of the tunnel, can't see the point anymore. Yeah. Of trying to get their dream job or the job that they really want, and they're kind of thinking, oh, well, I'll just get something that like pays the bills and like you know. I'll work nine to five and then I'll just go home and enjoy my weekends and that's mm-hmm. what I'll live for. But what would you say to those people? Because now now you're through the other side. You can you can kind of come from it from a different angle, I think. Yeah. No, it is so easy to think like that and, and put yourself down. Um but and as well I look back on the role that I had. So I wasn't in a, a in any way, shape or form a bad job. Like I could have done really well if I wanted if I did want to be in that industry, but and I had a really great team. I had loads of opportunities there. So it was, wasn't, at the time I was thinking it's wasted time. I used to dread like, it, it, you know, when, you know, when you think how long it's been since you graduated, I was thinking, oh my God, I'm still not where I want to be. And uh, it's so easy to think that, but don't think of it as a deadline. I mean, we've talked about this on previous podcasts where you have a deadline in your head of where you need to get mm. to a certain point, but just don't put pressure on yourself because, you know, you never think you're doing enough or especially I don't. Like I could be working every second of every day and I still will put like think I'm not doing enough. And it is easy for you to not like, people just don't big themselves up enough. And I think just think, no, actually I'm, I am working really hard and no matter how many rejections I get, because it can damage your self-esteem if you can think I'm not, I'm not doing enough, I'm not good enough. But just think it's not you and the right thing will come up. That's the kind of mental attitude you have. You need yeah. to have, sorry, um, to to get through it. I would say if you are in a situation where it might have even been years, like it was for me, of applying, um, then just just carry on going. And I know that doesn't that's not the best advice. <laughs> okay, so if there's any tangible tips that you can give to someone that might help them get their job and what i mean by tangible tips i mean like things that they can do to stand out that's different to <laughs> basically everyone. realistic tips rather than me just not spewing out inspirational quotes yeah, you, mean. But you know what i mean like like what what can separate someone um from the potentially hundreds if not thousands of other people that are applying for similar jobs for example um doing extracurricular stuff yeah is this Amy's top tips, basically? Yes. This. <laughs> yeah. Go for it, yeah. Right. I need to think on the spot now. The thing is, I've been applying for that long that I don't actually think I'm the person to be giving tips, even though I do think I really did um, put a lot of effort into a lot of my applications. And I did actually get feedback because I'm sure everybody who, if you are listening to this and you're applying to jobs, you will know. Like, I, when I went onto LinkedIn... To apply to a role, it tells you how many applicants there would be. You know, there might be hundreds on there. And I would think there's not even a chance. But I would still apply anyway. And um, there was one that came back to me who said, because I never got feedback. And you understand why if there's hundreds. But there was this one, um, because I would always chase it, feedback. I would always always chase it, like give them a couple of chase emails so you know what you're doing wrong. Um, But when they came back to me, they said that they had about 600 applicants. And he was saying that, he actually came back to me specifically and he wished he could do it to everyone, but it just wasn't doable. But um, so he said, I've come back to you because I can tell that you really do like want this role. So I'd say 
chase up on it. That'd be my first tip. And also the feedback that I got on that particular one was how well I presented my job application. So I did it on InDesign. Obviously, there is other ways you can do it that are, that are free, like Canva. I think you can probably do it on. Um, research some like way that you can design it that's creative. Like really think about the the branding and things. Try to apply that. So yeah, um, follow up on your application. Um, just a couple of emails. Obviously, don't spam them. I usually would wait a week. Design your application. Make it creative. I'm guessing you're creative if you listen to this podcast. So make it creative and really show your potential that way. Um, and thirdly, I don't actually know if there's a way to stand out, but like I've said previously, just give them everything in your in your application. Like tell them every little little detail. Obviously, there's not a lot of room to do that, but think about the most random facts that you have because that might be the thing that makes you stand out. For example, like this podcast that I do, that might have been a factor in how I got my role. So, there will be my top yeah. tips. Yeah, no, but they're but that's that's good, and and they're achievable tips as well. Like, um, <clears throat> I've heard I've heard stories of uh, of people applying for jobs um, for for places like Social Chain and like kind of young and innovative. In it, oh, I I was gonna go for that word and I can't do it. In, I always, I can't in, say that oh word. God, I, I always say innovative. Yeah. In, anyway. Innovative. Yes. Yeah. That one. Right. That, them type of companies, um, doing like doing like mad shit to apply. Like there was there was a story when I used to work there. There was a story that was going around that um someone once made a uh, an owl fly in through the window, and attached to its leg was their CV. You like you like something like no. like Hedwig out of you like, Harry joking. Potter. No, genuinely like yeah. You like, are joking. No, 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 no. Like that, that was a, that was a thing that happened. Yeah, that yeah. Happened. But what I'm saying is, did they get an interview? I I don't know. I don't know what the end of the story you was. Tell us what the end of the I don't story. know what the end of the story was. But 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 kind of. But basically, what I'm saying is that like th- that is obviously a way. That is a way to stand out. But your way of standing out, I think, is a a lot more achievable for most people. I'm not like. I think what we've got to be careful of is not saying that you have to do like mad shit oh, no. to, to do it, to stand out. No. Like your talent, your creativity um, is good enough to, to do that. You don't 100%. have to go um, find owls to fly in through your potential employer's window. Because I'm telling you now, if someone did that to me, I would shit myself. <laughs> I, I would that, absolutely like, yeah. shit myself and you are definitely not getting the job because yeah. an owl <laughs> is in my office. <laughs> yeah, and why do you put the owl? Like, does someone come collect it? Yeah. What, what happens with it? But um, yeah, I think what is important and <laughs> I keep name dropping here, but there's a lot of good episodes on our podcast. But what um, Em said, I can't remember what episode it was about burnout. She's saying like, so many people, but so many efforts trying to please, please the employer. Like you need to be in employment where they value you as well. So don't go, obviously show that you really want the job and how passionate you are. But like Callum said, don't go, don't lower your your self-worth to like basically beg them. Like even if though you might feel like begging, I have a lot, but um, like you need to, I think as well, you need to get to a point. This is actually quite probably a valuable point, which I noticed that, um, I got to a point where I was like, oh, do you know what? There's another rejection and what can I do about it? And it does take a lot for you to get to that point. 
a lot. Um, but as soon as you reach that point, I do think it's some, like something changes. Um, but again, it is hard to reach that self-acceptance of being like, because I even remember we recorded a podcast and I got an email come up on my screen and I was like, oh my God, I've got like, it says whether it's basically a notification saying whether I've got to interview level. So we're recording it and I was thinking, oh my God, oh my God. And then we finished the podcast and I clicked on it. It's like, unfortunately, you've not mm. been successful. And it's like, all right, fair enough, whatever. Did you ever get to the point where you thought of giving up on that particular career, on that particular industry as a, a, a writer, as a copywriter, whatever it was, music writer, whatever it was, you just think, oh, I'm obviously not good enough to do that. Oh not, yeah, lo- loads it. of times. How did you get over that then? Because um, I remember actually once... Um, of Tom, who is my boyfriend, I came home because I'd I actually went oh, to this magazine. Check. Well, he's in the other room. Yeah, <laughs> I once came home because I'd been to this magazine workshop, um, and obviously networking. So I got all their Instagrams who were on the panel, and it was just this one independent in, um magazine. Um, there was an editor there, so I just emailed and she said, "Oh, I don't actually work there anymore, but email this person and just see if there's any work going." So there was a job for one one uh, day a week to write for the magazine. I thought, that's easy. Like I've done, I've been writing for like whatever, seven years, like in magazines and newspapers, like easy. And I was thinking, because th- at that point I was like, I need to find some part-time role and I can drop to part-time in my full-time role. And I didn't get it. And I remember at that point, I was like, what am I supposed to do at this point that mm. I'm not even being hired for like one day a week um so there was definitely points like that where i was thinking i need to give up because i'm just never going to get there but and i thought maybe i'll just carry on in the career that i'm in at the minute in the industry and just give up on on what i actually want to do um but i didn't yeah i i think how you get over that is well how did you get over it I'm trying to think of how I did. Because you clearly have. You've got a new job. Yeah, so there was times where I thought like that. And then when I, I needed to take some time to actually think, what do I want to do? So when I realised it was copywriting, um, I took a stand and I was like, you know what, I'm going to stop applying to all these jobs and I'm going to apply to uni. And although that probably doesn't apply to every crave out there, because you might either not want to go back into education or you might not have done a degree previously or you might just not want to go to uni. So for me, the way that's why it was so strange how those two aligned because as soon as I was like, I'm going to go to university and do a master's in Cornwall, which is so far away. All my family were like, in Cornwall? But I was like, I need to do this, guys, for like a year. Tom was like, Cornwall? It's the only place that does it. So when I actually took a stand, I was like, no, I'm doing it. That's when it started to come, to come like, obviously I got the role straight away. So I think it, you need the mindset of, um, if you've tried and tried and just just try and think of another route, whether that is, whether you look at your CV and you think, what will credit my CV? So for me, I thought a master's will help because I can actually learn how to do be more niche in my market. So that's what I thought. It could be looking at your local, local places where we'll take you on for work experience. So maybe if you're in a financial position that you can do that, just drop one day a week at your work and start to do either freelance work or work experience in the industry that you want to be in. Um, so basically just review of, if you're not getting anywhere with applying to jobs, 
just review, you know, is it going back to uni? Is it going back to college? I've got friends who are even going back to college to do a different industry, uh, to be in a different industry. So think about college courses, uni courses, work experience, maybe looking to freelance work. Um, we could do an episode on free, like, how to freelance if anyone needed guidance on that. So, um, Which we're, yeah. we're, you know, pretty qualified in that. Yeah, well, we are qualified <laughs> freelancers. So yeah, we could do an episode on that if anyone is listening and thinking about that because freelancing is a good way to get your foot in the door. Um, so I would review all other options. If you are applying and applying and applying and getting nowhere, then I would look into other options. That would be my bit of advice. Brilliant. And also... Simply take the pressure off yourself. Yeah, don't exactly. Put, don't put so much pressure on it. That's the underlying thing, I think. Overriding thing, I think. Sorry. Brilliant. Okay. Well, is there anything else that you want to mention about you know your new job? Um, you know, successes of how you got there. I don't know. No, I think I said quite a bit. Yeah, I think we've covered quite. <laughs> I think we've covered quite a lot, but I think it's I think been I've good. gone on for a while, but you know, it's an occasion to celebrate. It's a huge relief for you as well, I imagine. It is after it, quite a long time of because, like I said, there, there's been times where I'm, I'm gonna give up, as I'm sure a lot of people get to that point. And yeah, I I couldn't be happier in in the job. So yeah, well, <clears throat> great. No, that's that's no, um, But there you go, uh, podcast listeners. You know, living proof of someone who's wanted to give up, tried everything in the book, wasn't getting anywhere. She's got there. She's done yeah. it. Obviously, I know I'm in the grand scheme of things, I wasn't a lot. Uh, it wasn't a lot of time. It was a few years I was trying. But if you can't now, just remember that there's no age where you can get there. You could be 20 years from now and get there, which is why it's important not to give up. There's so many examples of people who have made amazing things being older. So, I mean, you might even be older than than us listening to this podcast so the point is there's no right time to do it so don't worry brilliant um, and i know I, I, we, we joke about it quite a lot but um genuinely like happy for you getting this job because Thanks. now um you won't chew me ear off anymore about how uh shit your career's I, going i won't <laughs> moan anymore on the podcast yeah, can brilliant. you believe that big result for me yeah. no i'm joking honestly big uh congrats and all Thanks. that um i hope you get sacked <laughs>